Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for a new day. We thank God for his grace and his mercies shown unto us. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement this morning from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by the Maranatha singers. At the same time, let that which it says come upon your life, the peace of God. God bless you. being spoken and given to us today and for this week and for the end of this year. Amen. That the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep you, keep your heart and your mind. That peace will abide in your home, that you have peace in this life. Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And so this morning I speak to you, peace be unto you and peace be unto your house. Amen. The book of John chapter 20 from the verse 19 to 31 is what I read to you this morning. The Bible said, then the same day at evening, being the first of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst of them and said to them, peace be unto you. And when he had said so, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Hallelujah. Then Jesus said to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so I send you. 
And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. And the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Then after eight days again, his disciples were within, and Thomas was with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach here your finger, and behold my hands, and reach your finger, and thrust it into my side, and do not be faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said, My Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they which have not seen yet have believed. And many other signs truly did Jesus show unto the disciples which were not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you might receive life through his name. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Three times in this scripture, Jesus says, peace be unto you. Peace be unto you. The Bible declares the disciples were assembled together, being behind closed doors, shut, hiding. This was after Jesus had been crucified. So they were afraid of the Jews because they were afraid for their lives. You know, there's a way that fear can rob you of your peace in life. But Jesus appeared to them in their fear and declared peace upon them. He showed them his hands and his side, his wounds. And Bible said, he said again to them, peace be unto you. Say, in other words, it doesn't matter what you see or how terrible the situation may be. Peace be unto you. And this one, this is why I speak to you by the Spirit of God. It doesn't matter what is going on in and around your life. Peace be unto you. Amen. Jesus was telling them that peace be unto you. He then breathes upon them and releases upon them the power of the Holy Ghost, giving them authority to forgive sins and to retain sins. Then eight days later, he appeared again to them when Thomas, who had doubted, was present with them. And again, saying, peace be unto you. Amen. Peace be unto you. Beloved, if there's anything that these disciples needed at that time, it was the assurance that it would be well with them. That they would not be, they would not be afraid, not be troubled. Not because there wasn't any problem, <clears throat> because the problem is real, but that they could have the ability to overcome the problems at hand. And beloved, that is what the peace of God is. Not that there's no problem, not that there's no, no existing challenge, but then in the peace of God, he gives you the ability to overcome the problems at hand. He gives you the ability to overcome the fears and all the apprehension and anxiety that comes with it. Amen. The world's definition of peace is a state of mutual harmony between people or groups, especially in personal relations. Try to live in peace with your neighbors or cessation of or freedom from any strife or dissension. Or they wrote freedom of the mind from annoyance, distraction, anxiety, and obsession, etc. Tranquility and serenity. Now, this state of being is very difficult to achieve, really. Because we are living in a world which is full of different people with different mindsets from different backgrounds. None of us lives also in isolation. We live with people. We interact with people every day. And so it will be very difficult to live in a state of freedom from annoyance or destruction. 
or tranquility and serenity. Because every day you are interacting with people who may either rob you the wrong way or do the wrong things or try to hurt you. You know, so it will be a very difficult state of being to attain with the world's definition of peace. Amen. And that is what Job was saying in Job, Job, Job's friend, Elizabeth actually was saying in Job's, Job 5, 6 to 8. He said, although affliction comes forth not of the dust, neither the trouble spring from the ground. So yet man is born unto trouble as surely as the sparks fly upward. But, he said, but I'll sit to God and unto God I'll commit my cause. So what he was saying, the man is born into trouble. So long as you are in this world, trouble will find you. Diseases, wars, floods, earthquakes, storms, viruses, hunger, bad marital relationships, financial issues, children issues, hatred among brethren, persecutions. I mean, you can go on and on and on. There's no peace in the world. That is it. That's what it is. And the world system cannot bring you peace. Money can't buy you peace. No human being or earthly institution can guarantee your peace. No. True peace is not the absence of trouble, but a calm assurance that even in the midst of a storm, <laughs> oh, you still have peace. You see, we will always have one issue or the other, one trouble or the other. If it's not for us personally, it's for, it's, it comes upon those we love and therefore we are affected. So we all will, will come to different stages of troubles in and around our lives. Of course, in differing degrees, some are manageable, some are not. But true peace is having freedom from fear and anxiety, even in the face of the trouble, because of the greater power, oh glory, hallelujah, that is at work within you. Amen. Because the greater power of God is at work within you. It doesn't matter the challenge, the trouble, the issues around you. You receive this power from the Spirit of God to overcome. And therein lies your peace. Hallelujah. Jesus once sent his disciples over to, to cross over the, the river. Is in, he sent them away and he went up to pray in the mountain. Then later on, he joined them. But he realized that there was a storm and he was asleep. All he realized was these disciples came and said, Jesus, why, why don't you care that we are perishing? And he said, listen, why are you afraid? Where is your faith? After he had rebuked the sea and rebuked the wind, and there was a calm, because he said to the wind and the sea, peace be still, and everything calmed down. He said, where is your faith? And why are you afraid? Amen. Jesus knew that once he was in the boat with them, it didn't matter the raging of the sea or the storm. Nothing would happen to them. See, but his disciples were afraid. And they even accused him of not caring. The conflict between faith and fear is so great. But I want to tell this morning, where there's fear, there can be no faith. Where there's faith, there can be no fear. But the greater your fear, the less your faith. And the greater your faith, the less your fear. And that is why we will have to whip up faith in life. We have to maintain our faith and receive strength of faith in order to come to the place of the peace of God. Jesus didn't say, receive peace. He said, my peace I give to you. Amen. And that's why he's called the Prince of Peace. Isaiah prophesied about him, that he is indeed the Prince of Peace. Amen. Jesus came to bring us peace 
to bring reconciliation between God and man that brings man peace. Hallelujah. And so this morning, beloved, the Spirit of God will have me tell you that receive peace because he is with you. And so in spite of the challenges, in spite of the need, in spite of the hassle, he is there with you and has given you power and you will overcome. Amen. God is a God of peace. Amen. At the same time, the God of justice and righteousness. But for you, beloved, he is your peace. And if only you look unto him, who is also called Jehovah Shalom, your peace will be great. And there's nothing that will rise against you, no trouble that will rise against you, that you will not overcome. The Prince of Peace is with you. Jehovah Shalom is with you. And so this morning, receive the peace of God. Jesus said, in me, you have peace. In this world, you have tribulation. But in me, you have peace. He said, be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. And so let's stay in him. Let his word abide in us richly. So when the storms of life rage, we will still be in that place of peace, knowing that our God is in control and that we are above that storm or that challenge. And in our peace, we will find strength to find solution to every challenge. May God bless you this morning. And I pray peace to your home. Amen. Peace to your marriage. Peace with your children. Peace with your in-laws. Peace in your, your workplace. Peace all around you. May the peace of God rest upon your heart and your mind. And may that peace calm every storm that is raging in and around your life. May the Lord bless you and may his peace be great in your life. Amen. Heavenly Father, this morning, I pray, thank you, my God, the Lord, you are Jehovah Shalom. And in you, we have peace. So this morning, I pray that may your power overshadow my beloved listener and grant them that peace, your peace, that surpasses all understanding. Your peace that holds a man up even in the midst of the storm. I pray that, Lord, grant unto your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your people, my God, come to the place of divine protection, divine preservation. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. But if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, you haven't received the Prince of Peace, but you must receive him. Pray after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. Receive peace this morning. Receive peace. Let every anxiety leave, every troubled mind come to a place of rest. May the Lord himself fight every battle on your behalf and grant you peace. God bless you and have a fruitful day. But remember to share my God's word. Remember to share the word of the Lord with as many people as you can. And there's a blessing in it for you too, as you do it. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and a great week. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.